Mini episode 1505 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You'll want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello and welcome to FDH Lounge Mini Episode 1505, our Better Call Saul Episode 6.13 Preview. I'm FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our top five notes of interest about the series finale of Better Call Saul. Number five, Saul actually pushed Kim in the right direction for once, albeit completely by accident. The hurt and rejection that he felt since Kim ended the marriage probably carries with it some resentment and sense of betrayal for the degree to which Kim was kind of driving the bus with the Howard scheme, only to have that be the impetus for her to leave him when the results were tragic. Regardless, Saul was communicating his hurt by being a jerk to her, both at the time of the divorce and in his phone call to her workplace. He thought he was calling her bluff by asking her why she didn't turn herself in when she urged him to do so, but evidently she saw merit in the idea. It was excruciating for her, especially facing Howard's outraged widow, and she wept bitterly on the airport shuttle in one of the most upsetting moments of the entire series, but there was the sense afterward that she might have achieved the catharsis that she needed. That moment might have served as her farewell to the series, but with the likelihood that Saul will end up in jail or dead in the finale, something tells us that Florida's most unlikely bland brunette will be appearing one more time. Number four, we got Jesse's curtain call in 6.12, and Waltz will be in the finale. The Kim and Jesse conversation with the sidekicks to the two criminal masterminds was the segment that we never knew we wanted, and it was everything it could have been. Kim's answer to Jesse's question about how good Saul is will no doubt go on the top tier of quotes from this series and Breaking Bad. The final appearance of Walter White will not be a lesser moment than this, so his interaction with Saul is going to be an epic moment in the history of the Albuquerque-verse, as well as something that will shed light on Saul's ultimate fate. Number three, Jeffy is Saul's dumbest sidekick yet, and when you consider the slip in Jimmy days, that's saying something. The guy was loyal enough to take one for the team when Saul self-indulgently and self-destructively lingered in the final crime scene and ended up stealing some goods. Even considering what a thrill junkie Saul is, it's hard to believe that he could have put himself in a spot where it was so likely for him to get caught. After all, what was the best-case scenario with Marion that he envisioned? The theft ensured that Jeff wasn't going to get away scot-free. Consider that the whole crime ring with Jeff started as a way to placate the cabbie with money and the thrill of the scam as a way of dissuading him from, you guessed it, exposing Saul's identity. And now, Saul has exposed himself. This is only understandable through the lens of him reeling through Kim's latest rejection and a sense of nihilism, of going out with a bang. Now we get to see what that looks like. Number two. As we predicted, Marion used her new laptop to learn Saul's identity. 
Our prediction was based on Saul's tendency to underestimate the intelligence of older people going back to the Sandpiper days, and thus he never saw Marion coming. Our friend the great TV critic Kimberly Potts insisted on this show that Carol Burnett's character would be utilized in an impactful way in the history of the series, and this has definitely played out that way. It's actually hard to think of any characters from either Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad that existed for so few episodes and had an impact so monumental, as her discovery propelled this series into the final element of the endgame. Number one, typically, major characters on Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad get the outcome that they deserve. This truism makes Saul's fate more ominous by the week. Saul's backsliding into his former life has been snowballing downhill more and more the past few weeks, and he almost crossed two lines that he previously wouldn't have even considered clobbering the cancer patient with his dog's urn, and strangling Marion when she discovered his identity. Granted, Saul was sometimes open to violence in his Breaking Bad days, but never in terms of getting his own hands dirty. Even here, thankfully, he showed that there were still some lines that he wouldn't cross, although, admittedly, it seems likely he'd have clobbered the mark if he felt it was necessary to escape without detection. You like to think that his flinching in the face of becoming an ultimate monster on both occasions indicates that he's hit rock bottom morally, and that he might have a redemption arc yet to come, but it really seems like grasping at straws to think that he'll earn a decent ending. Riding off into the sunset with Kim clearly is off the board at this point, but regaining her respect by co-signing her account of what happened with Howard, if he gets caught, might be as much as he can get at this point. This dynamic is different than the ending of Breaking Bad, because viewers knew that Walter didn't deserve a happy ending. We wanted him to avenge Hank by killing the Nazis and Lydia, and freeing Jesse before getting his just desserts, and that's how it played out. With Better Call Saul, the lasting tendency to view Jimmy slash Saul slash Gene as a lovable scamp, combined with the vulnerabilities that he carries underneath resulting from his rejection issues, complicates any ability to view him getting a harsh outcome as nothing more than what he deserves. Sticking the landing of Breaking Bad was easier, considering that, if Walt achieved the final items on his bucket list before achieving some form of final justice, viewers could be satisfied with the outcome and ecstatic with the art being provided to them. Threading this needle seems more difficult, since Saul is substantially less evil than Walt, and a more sympathetic character than him in terms of his personal charm, but has thus far earned a bad ending. Getting an ending that isn't too much of a downer, yet feels earned, seems incomprehensible at this point, but these writers are up to the task of getting it done. It's sad for us to have reached the end of our Better Call Saul episode previews, but we'll be doing some retrospective coverage after it's done. Strap in for one of the greatest TV finales of all time. Thank you, as always, for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.